0: Welcome to the Endor Report, a family Star Wars podcast with your host, Captain Tad. I'm also joined by my committee.
1: I am not a committee.
0: Okay, Princess Janelle, along with his crew of scoundrels, Jack the droid.
1: The odds of anyone listening to this podcast are a million to one.
0: And Molly the Padawan. I am no Jenna. And anyone else we pick up along our way to the Outer Rim. Now it's time for the show. Welcome to the Endor Report.
1: You put the Echo on?
0: I put the Echo on. I, I got a new Mary soundboard.
1: Sithmas.
0: I got a soundboard for Sithmas, so now I can put Echoes, echoes into, into our, into our podcast. podcast. I promise I won't do it that often. Really? No. I don't believe you. (laughs) It's so much fun. And I can now adjust bass and volume and gain and all all of that.
1: I'm enjoying my mini fridge, so
0: Okay, you got a mini fridge, I got a soundboard and a lightsaber. But you did get a 3D printer, so you can print me stuff for Star Wars Legion.
1: That we're sharing the three D printer.
0: Yeah, sure. You can share it, and you can print me. It sounds like it's a shared
1: thing when you demand things to be produced. It's
0: it's kind of like when you buy your wife a like something to clean the house with, and you're like, "Hey, honey, happy anniversary! Here's a dishwasher." But you would actually be excited with a dishwasher.
1: Uh, I actually really would like a new refrigerator freezer, but we can talk about that later.
0: (laughs) That's that's a whole different subject.
1: (laughs) That's like a house repair.
0: but for this episode of the indoor report we're going to be talking about the one year anniversary of the rise of Skywalker because when we first saw it we were so excited and I, so we happy were. we
1: were very happy I was very happy I was very surprised I was I was expecting to be very let down and I left the movie theater very happy
0: I would say I was euphoric how's that for a new word into uh, the Vocabulary instead of saying, I just love everything, but that was like we do so, say love a lot, don't we? So awesome leaving the movie theater and so happy, especially after Last Jedi and those kind of expectations. Plus, you had the first season of Mandalorian going, so everything seemed to be up. So, going the back, the first
1: season of Mandalorian just finished before The Rise of Skywalker was released, if I remember correctly, because one of the things I loved was that. The first season of Mandalorian had force healing before any of the main movies did. And I liked that Grogu, I didn't know at the time Grogu, but I liked that Grogu was the one to introduce everyone to force healing, not uh, characters in the main movies, just because I thought it was like, I don't know, I thought it was funny and kind of like cool to like start... Saying the main points are going to happen, but not only in the theater, you can find benefits in watching the other things as well.
0: It felt like you actually had some thought and some continuity into the process. Yeah, like
1: so, like the the Friday or Thursday night or whatever. Like just, I think it was the week before the Thursday night premiere. We had we got Force Healing.
0: Yeah, so and it was so it was the episode before the last one for The Mandalorian. So then you went into the movie theaters that Now, you didn't need night. to
1: see the episode to understand Ray's Force Healing because, as I was reminded yesterday, they explain every single thing they do, every moment of that movie.
0: That is Maz Kanat's only purpose in that entire movie is to explain to <laughs> the two-year-old in the room. Right. What? Leia has to go talk to her son for the last time, and it's going to drain her. Like
1: So did you need to see Baby Yoda Force Heal to understand it? No, but it enhanced it, and it set a tone, I think, starting to set a tone of you'll enjoy things in movies and future shows and future things by understanding the rest of the shows that relate to Star Wars as well.
0: So you'd say... After you watched it last night, were you still as happy with The Rise of Skywalker as you was when you first saw it? No. Did you notice some of the stuff that maybe other people complained about at the time where it just seems so on top of each other and so fast paced that it's like you don't even get time to really enjoy?
1: No, actually that was not my complaint because I feel like we get that a lot in... A lot of other Star Wars cartoons and TV shows and...
0: Like action on top of action yeah, on top like of action. Yeah, like the, the
1: pacing seemed on brand now that I've had two seasons of Mandalorian. Um,
0: so what seems off for you watching it the second time?
1: I, I did not enjoy the uh, explanations.
0: Being treated like you're like you've never seen anything star like but it was No, that- it
1: wasn't Star Wars. It was like being treated like you've never seen a movie. Like a lot of it is implied and then they say it. And then they say it again.
0: Yeah, you don't do that with any other movie. There's no other movie yeah, where it's so like So, I
1: don't think that was a Star Wars thing. I don't know what I don't know what that was. Maybe it was because it was a fast paced so They really wanted to make sure Um I really enjoyed C-3PO still. I think he was still my favorite part of the movie.
0: I I and there's some comedian who said that like he was friends with JJ Abrams and they were talking about it. And he's like, if you let me write some of the jokes for C-3PO, like I would be so happy. And they like kept every single joke that that guy wrote. It was great. He's definitely like, I'd say like c 3 like C-3PO, Lando. R2 doesn't even do really anything in this movie besides put his, uh, the memory back in C-3PO's head. Um,
1: I mean I didn't even really mind that it was the the framework of oh we have this and we have a quest and we have that and we made the quest like I mean that's pretty standard and I I don't mind that. I didn't love being explained to everything and I did not like I'm just never I don't think I'm a Ray fan. I just don't think I I don't think I like Ray. Like I like I want to like Ray. I mean I don't know if I can say things that I like about Ray. And she's not even a Skywalker, so I was kind of annoyed that she decided to be Rey Skywalker because she's all the Jedi. Can you just not?
0: I like her backstory. I like the buildup. I just don't think, like... I liked
1: her potential after The Force Awakens.
0: There's so much going on towards defeating the First Order and the Final Order and the Emperor again that she doesn't even get a chance to really deal with the fact that she is the granddaughter of Emperor Palpatine or that she has, like, this true evil. Even watching it last night, I wanted her to stay in that room where she fights herself longer. It's like, that's such a short scene, and that would have been so cool to actually see her, like, deal with that dark side. Like, we got her looking into the mirror for way longer where we see those all those copies of her. snaps. The snaps and apparently that was supposed to be the sign of that there were clones of Emperor Palpatine and but
1: no, <laughs> that is not what that was.
0: Who knows what that was? I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure they they'll say that okay, that's what I, it was.
1: I so I was not as happy as when I left, um, a year ago. I was just like, I still I still don't I still don't like Ray. Like I just we we could have done more and you know and I did say though even a year ago. I really I we, you can tell the Emperor Palpatine part was just patched in. And you can still tell. And you can always tell.
0: I, I well, no I think the the patched in part is definitely how they try to add additional scenes of Leia using cuts from The Force Awakens.
1: That, yeah, that was patched in obviously.
0: That really don't add anything. Now that I've actually read The Rise of Skywalker book, it kind of upsets me that we do not get a Kylo Chewbacca moment. Oh
1: yeah, where you actually see them connecting and reminiscing.
0: Yeah, like him talking about, I killed Han Solo and like he's expecting Chewbacca to have all this rage and he is looks that inside any, of his mind. Is that a
1: deleted anything? Was that ever filmed? Or was that added after? I don't know,
0: but there is a scene where he's walking, like Kylo's walking out of the interrogation room and General Pride or whatever his name is like kind of stops him and starts talking to him about finding something. And whether they want to blow up Kajimi and that's where he puts the finger up. But like, it seems like there was a moment where Kylo was off doing something as soon as Chewbacca showed up and they just completely skipped that moment. But then we've got moments of general Leia talking to, Snips. but that was all
1: scenes from other movies that they didn't use because they weren't good cuts and they still weren't great cuts.
0: And they weren't great cuts. Um, Like, you still have, like, Rose has absolutely zero purpose in this movie. Yeah, we didn't.
1: We could have just erased Rose and never even noticed.
0: And I'm like, okay, like, I understand why some people are upset about that. Because if you liked Rose in The Last Jedi, like, you could have done something with the character. And if you didn't want her to be a part of it, you could have just... It's Star Wars. People die. You could have killed Rose, like, in the very beginning to make it, like, super serious. Like, that would have been a cool... Like, if she was, like, her sister died bombing the Dreadnought, why not have her do something where she sacrifices herself and then that even builds off Finn? Rose
1: didn't have too much of a point in The Last Jedi either, though.
0: Well, she studied the, the uh, Star Destroyer plans and realized that if you shoot the big gun, that'll blow up the ship. Which, okay, so another thing with this movie that kind of I was thinking about last night when we were watching it was they de- they're destroying all of these Star Destroyers after the emperor's done they've destroyed the main ship there's no attempt to let them surrender like it's hey we're just going to blow them all up and they're killing what it's like 10 or 15,000 people on each one of those and they're just wiping them out without like any consideration of hey we've even talked about stormtroopers in that movie that surrendered that were oh, able yeah. to like fight back. Oh yeah, I
1: didn't even think about that during last night's watching, and that's a good point. Like, that's all, a little, that's a little uh, savage.
0: Like all the first order stormtroopers are children that were abducted. They have no idea. So why not come out with some type of like reprogramming classes or something you can do for them to bring them back? But no, man, they are just like, hey, we're smoking everyone. We're shooting everybody. I mean, those guns have stun on them especially when like uh, Poe and Finn and Chewbacca are running through the hallway and they're just like dropping stormtroopers left and right yeah that's cool but then I'm like how do you know those guys like when surrender or, like why doesn't Rey use her like mind trick on more of them to like save more I and one
1: know. thing i occurred to me watching it last night also was are they alluding that Rey's lightning ability is because she's a palpatine because that is not how lightning ability comes about in any of the books about any of the sith
0: well the Jedi even have the ability to use lightning power but it's called like the, the white light or something but or like, so but
1: I just noticed that like hilo was like well you should have known because like your powers are because you're a Palpatine and they had done the lightning thing and like so are they saying the lightning is just Palpatine because I was not aware that it was just a Palpatine thing. I don't think it's a joke. And didn't Dooku do it?
0: Dooku did do Light. Maybe she's a Dooku.
1: <laughs> I, I, you know, I'd be better. I think that would make more sense.
0: I I mean... Like, I, Dooku
1: could have been a little bit of, you know... A-
0: Your grandpa was Count Dooku.
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh, I,
0: I wouldn't mind that. That would have been kind of a cool... Not, like, the one thing they talked about when this movie was coming out was that they're bringing the prequels back into this. And I don't see... It, like, okay, we have one... Uh, battle droid hand hanging from uh, the shop where uh, Oh, what's his name? Where's C? Th- what's three P- C three PO's uh, oldest friend? Boba Frick. Boba Frick. Like they're in his shop, and like you have one battle droid arm hanging down. Where's the rest of the? Were sequel? they saying
1: the prequels were because of Palpatine?
0: I, maybe like and because oh, of, it of it the back,
1: cloning and the clone stuff.
0: They use some lines from there where it's. Unnatural and talked it's about. it. It's interesting Anakin.
1: after some time and not watching it for a while that it hit a little different.
0: It did. Now I still think I I still like this movie a lot. I still think there's a lot of like good parts to this. Um, I still like the Kylo Ray dynamic.
1: I don't like the Kylo flopping over dead. Well,
0: okay, yeah. The very end, it is kind of like a what? Seriously, but like apparently she was dead from fighting the Emperor. For no reason, other than he had drained her life force in order to rebuild himself.
1: Yeah, so she fell over.
0: So she falls over dead. So Kyle I can understand. Hey, Kylo gives his life force to her, and it brings her but back. But all of and it, he, he
1: gave all of it. He couldn't have like paused and taken a break.
0: <sighs> I mean, like the whole Kylo with Han Solo moment still gets to me. Like that even was watching a good that-
1: one. It was a good, and I like, but did, it did the same problem though, where he looks, he goes, "You're only a memory." Okay, we understand that. Like I'm we y- didn't need Kylo I'm, to tell us I'm it was your, a memory. I'm your memory. Yeah.
0: Ah, I mean, I, I I don't. There's nothing apart. There's nothing part of that scene that I think I would want to change. Other than, I wish we would have got more of Ben Solo, and actually been able to see what he could do than him running in, fighting the Knights of Ren, who were literally kind of a joke the entire, uh, movie, and then. He, he gets in there, and the Emperor just basically disarms him, drains him, and throws him down a hill. Like, we don't get it's enough. It's supposed
1: to show how strong the Emperor is, right?
0: Yeah, but we don't get enough of Ben Solo. Like, I want more Ben Solo after he decides, like, after he's like, Kylo Ren's dead, and I'm going to do what I, what I need to do. He doesn't even get the chance to do it, partly because we've crammed what should be two movies into one. And it just...
1: I wonder if if after the couple seasons of mando and the and the final season of clone wars came, came out and everything if if they were looking at this again and let's say it wouldn't have been done last year let's say it would have been pushed back a year or something if they would have been like you know we are splitting it into two movies like i feel like if you were thinking about ending the the whole thing now and you hadn't have had the rise of skywalker there there would not be something preventing from making it into two movies.
0: No, I don't think there'd be anything preventing it. And I think if they would have had a better idea of what Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni were creating, they would have been able to tie that into this to have Grogu or Mando or some aspect of that story that kind of carries over. And, well, maybe it it doesn't have to tie into the second season. Maybe it's the third or fourth season. But you have someone who starts thinking about stuff Further ahead than, hey, the next movie or the next TV show episode and doesn't just give the writers, hey, free range, you can do whatever you want. I mean, uh, John Favreau started Iron Man and started off the entire MCU universe with, hey, we're going to start here. Knowing
1: how he was going to end it. He had those little references to his arm but, in the first movie.
0: And, and he kind of like, he made, like, do you make adjustments and you make changes and... You drop Easter eggs, and you might have to change some stuff, but you still have, hey, eventually it's going to wind up with Tony versus Thanos, and Tony's going to be the one who snaps the finger. Like, that was just incredible, and that was the thought process from the first movie, and I kind of see how they're already starting to do it with Mando, where we've got Grogu, and Grogu is going to be the next Yoda, and this is going to give you... Now we can jump 900 years into the future and have him, like, leading Jedi, training people, training the next Luke Skywalker or whatever we're going to go. And you have some continuity to the story to where we can go all the way back to Mandalorians and Clone Wars and Anakin Skywalker. And it kind of ties it all the way to the forward.
1: I wish we would have had a little bit of a better ending to the whole Skywalker family.
0: So, okay. Yeah.
1: Skywalker. The Skywalker, it should have been, I think, a little bit more revered as something important.
0: Uh, no, I wish they wouldn't have said that this was the absolute last episode if they were going to give Rey the Skywalker tag to... So, hey, we should have another movie with Rey where she's training the next round of Jedi.
1: I just don't feel like Rey... Or, like, she wasn't a Skywalker. But they, She okay. wasn't. They shouldn't have killed Ben Solo if they wanted... To do anything with Skywalker, but they didn't. They wanted it to be over, so they killed him.
0: Now, one thing that they have done is we have cracked open the world between worlds. What are you gonna do when Ray, like we come back with something and Ray's able to go back in time and pull Anakin or not Anakin, but uh, Ben Solo through something and we can continue his storyline somewhere else.
1: I don't think Adam Driver would do it. That's a big commitment. (laughs) (laughs) He bends all over forever.
0: He'd do it for the money. Come on.
1: Um, is I
0: just—you hey, could hire Harrison Ford right now if you got the cash. Like,
1: I just wish that looking back on these last three movies now, and then waiting this year and looking back on it, I wish that it wouldn't have been rushed to finish it up. Like, okay, we have the Force Awakens. I stand by that. Is, that one was a was good. It was a good opening back up to everything it was a good has some references it had a good setup for even, a lot e- of possibilities
0: even though everyone complains about that being like the exact same plot line story as uh, new hope
1: it was the bat. it was the it was the reboot it was the let's get everybody back in there and that was good okay so why do we need to have rushed the next two it was like we were in this like weird time of where content movies need to get it out need to get it done what's the theories what's going to happen it was such big mystery but maybe instead of rushing it just to get it done you could have scrapped a couple of the scripts for those two movies and then in the end made something better
0: I think it was hey Disney just bought this they had a lot of success with Rogue One I mean
1: okay but you had Rogue One okay Force Awakens and then Rogue One came out and I was like it was incredible
0: well yeah, like, like th-
1: those were amazing coming and those were into two
0: it. huge top grossing movies and broke box office records. If I'm a Disney executive, like I'm hey, let's let's get another one out. What el- who else can we hire? What else can we bring in yeah, here? Yeah,
1: but it just it was it didn't. And then and then the Rise of Skywalker tried to fix what what the Last Jedi did, but it's still like it it still f- fell flat. There were some things that could have been done to like to not end it the way it did.
0: I think your first experience in the movie theater was really great watching that movie. It doesn't it's not going to stand up to the test of time of going back and watching it again and again. I'd say like Revenge of the Sith is one where I could watch that movie anytime anywhere or How Empire about Return Strike of, of B- the
1: Jedi or Empire Strikes Back? You can watch can a watch lot it, of, uh, them any of them. oh of anytime. I, w- I would not watch The Phantom Menace really anytime. Like I don't. I feel like I could watch parts of it. I might not sit through the whole thing every time.
0: If if I get Qui Gon like if I hear a Qui Gon quote and it gets kind of stuck in my head, I have to watch. Now the one Phantom
1: thing Menace. we in our one of our critiques of The Last Jedi we had said one of the things that we disliked was that we didn't feel like we could pull quotes out of it and say it all the time and i would say
0: i think we've proven that wrong. yeah over we, the past we year the we time. say
1: quotes from the last jedi all the time and sometimes you say it to be funny or make fun of the last jedi but sometimes it just it fill, it falls into our group of star wars everyday quotes so like i don't feel like we can say that about the last jedi anymore that was we were wrong about that
0: and that's one thing that gets me like I go back and I watch the last even though like we complain about these movies, like we still love these movies, I'd say or enthusiastic about these movies.
1: Obviously, or we wouldn't watch them over and over and over and talk about them for hours. But I guess it's not obvious. Some people might just think you're just bitching.
0: Yeah, but um, I don't think I'm, I'm I'm doing that. I think what I'm actually doing is like even like uh, we'll say these quotes and then like, like, OK, uh, I got the last jet in my head. I want to go watch it. And I still have high hopes for that movie and I watch it and I'm still like, oh, that's right. Like you've got the entire rebels in front of you, the resistance, and you don't send out a single title. Like the beginning of that movie is just me, so frustrating on the, how they treat the First Order. It
1: was interesting to me how different The Rise of Skywalker looked visually to me than the Mandalorian series. And then even The Last Jedi, because we have just watched that one recently this week, too the the visuals and the filming and the colors and and the places they visit it looks very different.
0: Do you think the Mandalorian looks better? Yes. Like it? I feel like it's probably for like a tenth mo- of the budget too.
1: It it's not even that it. There are some like landscape shots in the Rise of Skywalker that probably are p- prettier, but the Mandalorian looks more Star Wars to me, and maybe. That's because of a lot of, like, the puppetry and the special effects and the things that were popular in the original trilogy and the technology that was coming out with, like, uh, model, like, photography and using, like, different, like, sets for scale and stuff. And The Mandalorian, because it's filmed in this 3D LED scale, maybe it feels a little more like that than The Rise of Skywalker did, which feel... Feels like this huge, like extravagant. It does look like another world in some places, but it doesn't look as much Star Wars as some of the other things.
0: Like, okay, so they built that entire village of Kajimi in The Rise of Skywalker. And I would say that. Navarro in
1: It looks more Star Wars, right?
0: Looks more Star Wars and looks better because I can really tell like, hey, this is a big massive movie set. We've got actors so and stuff what going I'm on all over to, the place. What
1: I'm trying to capture in the words is the difference. So here's a good N- Navarro it because it is not a completely built set and it's then mixed with live action actors. I feel like that probably visually has more in common with using a little model of an ATAT and imposing it on top of a film of an actor and composing your image that way versus building the entire movie set and building the ATAT.
0: So, here's something to scare you they are currently building the entire movie set for the Andor Cassian series. So they are not using the...
1: So when they filmed Rogue One, though, they built the set, but they used 360 cameras is what I... And so it feels sounds like what they're doing for Andor is they're trying to do what they did with Rogue One for the filming style.
0: Oh, so like they could, they could shoot with one camera, yep. get multiple angles that you yep. could splice together. And that
1: was something that Rogue One had that other movies that haven't.
0: I mean, like Rogue One is an incredible. Like we've watched that a bunch of times. Like love that movie. That's incredible. So I'm just worried that Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni aren't involved in that. They're only involved in stuff that is on the Mandalorian timeline. So that's the Rangers of the New Republic. That's Ahsoka. Well, there's
1: only so many things one person can do. Yeah, but they
0: should still have a say in it. I think they should still have some type of like voice that says. Okay, like like they should be like have a vote to say that's not 100% Star Wars or okay, you know what? That sounds really cool. That's awesome. We should bring that into this episode or like kind of tie it into these other episodes and have some type of overreaching voice and opinion and vote in this.
1: Well, maybe they do though.
0: I hope, I hope so. I hopefully they're the ones who kind of get to like have a, a say in where some of these productions and stuff go.
1: I mean, I think they've proven what they can give the, the Star Wars universe, like, and it's is better even even than the sequels. However, I will say of the sequels, The Force Awakens my favorite, followed by The Rise of Skywalker. And The Rise of Skywalker, I was generally so happy that it wasn't like more of the same that we got for The Last Jedi. Um, but watching it a year later, there are still some things that are just disappointing and that have probably kept me from watching it over and over, over the last year, because there's other things I'm more excited to watch.
0: What are you more excited to watch? Like, literally we've had nothing to watch except until we got Mando.
1: Well, that's it though. Like, but we watched old Mandalorian episodes. We watched that season over and over. We watched uh, original trilogy. We uh, we were watching Revenge of the Sith and Anakin stuff because in Clone Wars.
0: We did watch a lot of Clone Wars, getting like caught up and ready for Ahsoka's return. And then as soon as Bo Katan jumped on the screen, you were like, "Okay, I need to go back. I need to watch all of these. I need
1: to learn." Yeah, her she's whole pretty story. interesting. Um, I don't know if we're gonna get a lot from her because if you actually go back and watch her character, she's she's got some. She, you know, she's cool though. Like, I mean, if we can, if we can still be like, oh, I like Kylo and Ben Solo after he killed Harrison four or Han Solo, then Bo-Katan really can't come close.
0: I mean, Bo-Katan did some pretty horrible stuff and wound up getting her sister. She killed, didn't kill
1: and... Han Solo.
0: Um, not that you know of, and I'm sure the Mandalorians aren't going to be too happy to have her back after she literally invited the. Uh, New Republic that turned into the Empire, and then somehow wasn't able to defend Mandalore against Moff Gideon and the Knight of a Thousand Tears. So I'm
1: gonna be interested to see how Mando talks her into just taking that dark saber because he really does not have the attention span or the patience to deal with that drama.
0: Is are are we gonna see Mando be like the like the king of Mandalore or something? I like, think
1: that would be so cool. That w-
0: <laughs> That would be an interesting character development. How do you take a character who has been really like selfless to someone who becomes has to, govern. Like, has to govern and has to have some sense of like, hey, I am the best choice for these people and I'm gonna be the one that helps everyone. I don't think you can have a Bo Katan alive while that happens.
1: Would you stop? Don't even try to take her away. Again, That we like almost got in a fight watching the finale when you almost realized you accidentally spoiled something when you told me she was going to die.
0: Bo-Katan will You
1: said you weren't going (laughs) to do that.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I was I was a little scared when I actually called that, and then it actually he he started shooting her. Like we were blast. going like, to, you oh, were going to have a bad Friday. I totally called it, but I am going to be in trouble. No, she, I mean she didn't die, but like I'm just saying, like if that's the we're
1: the not going to lose her, Mando, we're not going to lose Bo-Katan.
0: I mean I can't like she'd have to try to fight Mando. She's and not.
1: Maybe she'll just, like, grow up a little bit.
0: I'd be worried for Mando in that case, because he's lost Grogu, and Grogu saved his butt Mando a bunch of times. Mando gets his
1: butt kicked all the time. <laughs> like, he's he's lucky.
0: Okay, so this was about the one-year yeah, rise of And Skywalker. now we're talking about Mando? Now we're talking... We switched over. We're talking about Mando and Bo-Katan. Like, I... I guess it's just done. It's over. We don't have to worry about it. I can see where they're going to be able to tie some of it together with the direction they're going.
1: I think that maybe we're going to have a parallel timeline starting. We already have it started with Mandalorian and then with all these other series. And I think that we're going to get a second shot for sequels that include Luke. And maybe we don't call them the sequels like in the line. But let's say we get two or three more movies around the same time that incorporate luke and han solo and ben solo in a in a way we were looking for and then maybe these sequels the the final two of these sequels just kind of get uh they're still in the list but not they're not the ones like you're gonna watch over and over and over because you have new ones
0: I don't even know if they do. a. I don't think they would do a movie. I think they're just so set on the, hey, we need to fill Disney Plus with as much content as possible because that's what's making all the money right now.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm probably I think tomorrow we're going to we're going to buy whatever that cartoon movie is coming out. The kids oh, have both. Sold? Yeah, the kids have both already mentioned it for and I'm of course like I don't know, I'm all I'm bought. I'm sold into that. We need to get some more Disney stock lined up.
0: Well, yeah, because it's actually doing it's doing pretty good. After Is it still made going up? Like, should
1: we get some more and it going up, or are we settling out? Or
0: mm, I don't I, I don't know on that one. You
1: can't give stock advice.
0: I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm not an investment broker, so I can't give.
1: Well, neither am I. But like now, I'm thinking, oh, I gotta go scramble and buy some more Disney stock.
0: I I definitely know that we spent more this Christmas on uh, Star Wars and Disney uh, merchandise than probably we made with the stock jumping up. But
1: yeah. But it was worth it. Everybody I got a enjoyed all their. You did get a lightsaber,
0: and some legion pieces, and all the other stuff. So, but all in all, like I still enjoyed watching Rise of Skywalker with you last night.
1: Do we quote The Rise of Skywalker as much as we quote The Last Jedi, though? Because that popped in my head, and I had like an aha experience of what is what? Who am I? What even is this? I use this as a judgment, and I was trying to think of things I say from The Rise of Skywalker, and I don't. Like, we say every now and then, we don't even say, oh, a lightsaber deserves more respect. We don't even pull Luke quotes out.
0: I would say that I use, long have I waited. I use that one a lot. Like, I say that a lot throughout the day because it will be like, the kids will be like, I haven't cleaned my room. I'll be like, long have I waited. For but, you like, how many
1: times do we say, let the past die?
0: What What could you give me? And like, most of those are from, like, the okay, very well, beginning. Another
1: thing I want to talk about. That I would be okay with just deleting from The Rise of Skywalker. Since there's there's a bunch of things, apparently. But we could just pretend like that whole Hux spy thing didn't happen. Like, it wasn't really needed. We didn't really need a spy, be a mole. We didn't, like, we needed maybe to get rid of Hux was, was the idea. But it, it didn't really, like, you didn't need, you, you could have filled it with some of the other things that were rushed.
0: I would actually say that that's one of my, like, I feel like that's the Best one of the one of the best moments in that whole movie is where he turns around and shoots Hux, and I'm like, it kind of like shocks me when I see that. It's like, oh my god, they just shot Hux! Like that was a character from the Force Awakens, and all of these characters seem like they're invincible, and we're never gonna kill any of them.
1: Is that why they did that with his character? Because like it was, I thought like watching just the way they weave in the Hux story in the Rise of Skywalker, I didn't feel like it actually. Like, it got them out of trouble because he was the mole.
0: Well, I mean, Hux should have died in The Force Awakens. Like, they should have actually been willing to knock some characters off in The Force Awakens. Like, you lose Tarkin and you lose Obi-Wan. Yeah,
1: they did not bring Phasma back. We were expecting that back back before it came out, weren't we?
0: Yeah, I mean, we were kind of expecting Phasma to actually make some type of appearance because they were trying to, like, turn her into a... I guess, a Boba Fett character where, hey, man, she has really cool armor, but, but Game she of doesn't Thrones, say much.
1: Game of Thrones had already crashed and burned before Rise of Skywalker came out, so maybe they didn't feel like they needed a Game of Thrones actor.
0: Yeah, I don't think there are, are any little like, Game Although of Thrones Although I will sidelines.
1: say Mando is a Game of Thrones actor, so- He is. He,
0: <laughs> but he was, he was Game of Thrones before it went-
1: Before it crashed and burned?
0: Went, went to hell. Um- yeah, so like that's interesting. Like you had like you think that the whole Hux scene yeah, like, is kind of a a waste, and I'm kind of like I, l- I really like that because it feels like it well, snaps. It is interesting. It's, it snaps me out of the hey, all of these characters are invincible and no one's gonna die, and no matter how many times you put them in dangerous yeah, situations, so, good guys think or bad Hux- guys.
1: Hux's death was more impactful than Kylo's.
0: Yeah, because I wasn't expecting. Like I kind of like you could see Kylo's face going blue, and he was all roughed up, like. It didn't accomplish anything. Like- I would
1: have been more shocked if Ray died and then we were left with Ben Solo trying to reconcile everything. Like, I, that would have been more shocking. That would have been more, I would have been happier with that. And then you'd actually have a Skywalker and the Palpatine line is over. And all the clones and all the stuff he did to be immortal is done. But now we have a Palpatine from one of the clones.
0: It would have been interesting if they would have like, okay, like Kylo carry or Ben carries Rey out of there, gives her to Finn, and then somehow like disappears or escapes. And then you have him burying the lightsabers on Tatooine.
1: And Finn's your new Jedi.
0: Yeah. Like, hey, Finn, you you have the books, you have the force.
1: I would have been super happy with that ending now that you say that, because then you have Finn. And the whole, it's not a Skywalker saga series. You could actually do something with that.
0: And you could have, like, you could have Kylo look over and he could actually see, you could you could have Ray, Luke, and Leia looking yeah, all at the him, ghosts. like. And you could even have Harrison Ford, like, looking at him yeah. and be like, hey, like, oh, yeah. what are you doing, kid?
1: I think you actually fixed the ending. Now, I wish that would have happened.
0: Oh. <sighs>
1: like that that is a good Dank ending ferric. and then and then it opens up like oh and then
0: he, okay, and then you have Kylo like then on we can the catch run up. you have Kylo on the run so yeah. like he could be like hey like I can't show my face I'm the most recognized I was the supreme leader of the first order and I'm trying to reconcile for all the stuff I did yeah. and then okay spin that off into a cartoon series yeah. of Kylo like going around and trying but to do good stuff but then you
1: could have Finn Jedi Finn eventually catch up with Grogu
0: but the only problem is we don't have a strong female character. We In literally story have
1: line, so many strong girl <laughs> characters. I don't even have enough time to make all the costumes to do all the cosplays. Like there are so, you have so many.
0: I mean, you could you could bring anyone else into that storyline and kind of help Finn. You could have had Ahsoka show up and train Finn and like oh, introduce him to the yeah. forest and she oh, could be yeah. like an old Ahsoka. So, like, so
1: really, yeah, you're, you say, oh, you're so happy with it. You just found all these ways that would have been so much better. <laughs>
0: You're just happy that I killed Daisy Ridley.
1: No, no, I don't mind Daisy Ridley. Or just let her. I just don't like Ray. Uh, it's not Daisy Ridley's fault.
0: No, no, I mean like the only thing that I did hear was the one one of the podcasts was talking about like hey, when Daisy Ridley like slides down the sand and like in the like the making of, she's like freaking out that oh my god, I have to slide down the sand and I was so scared. Like, okay, how am I supposed to believe that that's the same actress that was fighting with a lightsaber on the Death Star's, like, remains with giant waves crashing over her head. Because when it she was so afraid. it was
1: just
0: on a... Because she's a really good actress, I think. But, like, the Mandalorian has put together characters that, I mean, I totally 100% believe that Cara Dune could come in here and just, like...
1: Cara Dune could pick you up oh, and just, just carry me. you out, out of the house. Like, she dragged everybody around like for real in her fight scenes
0: she is a drop trooper and there is no <laughs> one stopping her like i mean she is just a badass so I, t- I like i kind of agreed with that i was thinking like man like daisy Ridley was kind of a wuss if she couldn't even slide down a sled uh sled to go down into the ta- like in uh, on ended luke's old house on tatooine so she
1: just hates sand
0: so we we could have brought Kyla, Maybe she is a Skywalker. We, could, we could have brought Ben Solo back and he could have actually like saved everyone. And she does hate Sand, so that was the that's the main trait.
1: The main trait is that she hates Sand.
0: I mean, Luke was trying to get away from Sand his entire life. Um but Daisy wanted yeah, to go like, back to Jakku. I just, we
1: did not enjoy that she buried both the lightsabers last night. I will say that. Like why put Leia's lightsaber there? That's silly.
0: Yeah, that lightsaber should be either on Coruscant or Or how about you just
1: don't bury Alderaan. the lightsabers and you just keep them because you memorize memory them.
0: That belongs in a museum.
1: Or that, but nothing, not burying them in the sand. Or
0: Rancho Obi-Wan. <laughs> that belongs in <laughs> Rancho <laughs> Obi-Wan. You're welcome for the plug. All right. So, oh, that that's an all right. So I'm going to say that that will be the, the end, end of the Endor. Of the yeah, I only used it twice on this uh, on this podcast.
1: May the force be with you,
0: and also with you, Dank Farrick.